Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here for my final look breakdown of the NFL Week 4 main slate here on DraftKings. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking out NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Um, I do want to say thank you guys again for all the support. Seriously, I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, the YouTube comment section and the live streams and on Twitter, um, the support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, the easiest way to support me, guys, with all the content being free, is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Um, also, if you guys cannot watch YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple Podcast. The link is in the description below, which is the DK DFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So uh, before we talk about players and their prices, let's take a look at these Vegas numbers. We'll go over them real quick, uh, and then we can get to the player-by-player -player breakdown. So a lot of games, if you look at like, just in general, a lot of uh, uh, should be high-scoring games here, a lot of over 50 uh, over-unders. We have Cardinals, Panthers, a 51 over-under. Cardinals are 3.5-point favorites. Ravens, Washington, a 45.5 over-under. The Ravens are 14-point favorites. Browns, Cowboys is a 56 over under. The Cowboys are 4.5 point favorites. Colts, Bears is a 43 over under. The Colts are 3 point favorites. The Jags and the Bengals is a 49.5 over under. The Bengals are 3 point favorites. Uh, we have the Chargers and the Bucks, a 43 over under. The Bucks are 7 point favorites. Vikings, Houston is a 53.5 over under. Texans are 3.5 point favorites. Saints, Lions is a 54 over under. Uh, the Saints are 3.5 point favorites. Seahawks, Dolphins, a 54 over under. Seahawks are 6.5-point favorites. Giants and Rams is a 48-over-under. The Rams are 13.5-point favorites. Bills and Raiders a 52.5-over-under. The Bills are 3.5-point favorites. Patriots, Chiefs, it's also 53-over-under. The Chiefs are 7-point favorites, uh, and that is rounds it out for the main slate. So, um, as always, guys, we'll, we'll run through quarterback. I'll talk about kind of my cash plays, GPP plays, um, not a whole lot has changed, really, for me. Um, you know, the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game did get postponed, so we don't have to worry about that one. Uh, but let's go through quarterback. Uh, let's go through quarterback again real quick. So um, I always mention this. Normally, like, in my strategy, you know, for playing on full DFS is to spend down on quarterback for cash games. But this year, it's just like I, there's a, there's enough value at wide receiver, especially, where you can make it work to spend up on quarterback. And I really think, like, that, that might be the safer way to go. Now, there are some spend-down quarterbacks we'll talk about, but, you know, the guys at the top that, that I like, like Lamar Jackson, 8-1, you got to feel like he's going to want to have a, a bounce-back game after having a disappointing game against the uh, the Chiefs. Last game, the only concern is can Washington score enough points where, where they have to um, actually, you know, score points, the Ravens, not just, like, run the football every single play. Uh, Russell Wilson, kind of the same analysis with Lamar Jackson, right? Can Miami score enough points where he has to, to throw it a lot because Seattle is, you know, kind of a run-first team. Uh, but when, you know, they're, they're playing from behind or in a close game, they will air it out. Um, I'm just a little bit worried that Miami, maybe they can't score enough points where Russell Wilson has to air it out. No, Mahomes at 7-4, I, I like that price on him. This guy is such a high floor. Uh, this game, there, there should be some points scored in this one, too. We know the Chiefs play at a super, super fast pace. Um, I don't know if Mahomes is going to be super popular, either. The 7.4K price, this looks really, really good to me. So, I do like Patrick Mahomes a good amount there in both formats. Josh Allen has been absolutely on fire. If you want to continue to ride that hot, hot streak and go with him and pair him with either his receivers, who have also been really, really good, that's fine with me. Um, Dak Prescott, Dallas wants to play super fast. He has been amazing the first uh, couple or last couple of games, I should say, 47 and 57 pass attempts. Um, this one, again, a sitting, what, like a 56 over under, right? Yeah, 56 over under. Um, Dak can run himself too, so I think he's playable in both formats. Kyler Murray, once again, 
Uh, I know I played almost every single slate last year, and I've played him in two of the three slates so far this year. And right now, I'm leaning towards playing him again. I've been, you know, talking about getting players against this Carolina team. 7K, I don't know if that price has moved enough. He's a guy that will keep on the ground himself a lot. A 91, 67, and 29 yards in the ground so far with a touchdown on the ground in every single game. Yeah, I, I do like Kyler Murray, and I like him a lot in both formats. Goff at 6-7, not super sad, but I also really like Deshaun Watson at 6-6. So, so this kind of range, uh, the mid-range here for quarterback, I love. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Cam Newton. Those are my top uh, plays here for quarterback for the prices. Also, you could add Mahomes in there, too. I think those four guys are my four, like the four quarterbacks that I would look to uh, for this week. Deshaun, in an amazing matchup, you know, we've seen this Houston uh, defense just get destroyed in the secondary. Um, he's been going up against tough defenses, too, with Baltimore and Pittsburgh last couple uh, of weeks, and this one's a much easier matchup. Hasn't really fetched a huge upside, but it is there, and I think this is the lowest we'll get Deshaun Watson for a while, so really, really like Deshaun Watson. Also, really like Cam Newton. Again, I assume that they're going to be playing from behind this one. The Chiefs uh, play really fast. There's going to be points scored, so I don't think New England can just run the ball um, kind of like they did there against uh, the Raiders where, where they're up playing uh, you know, from a, with a big lead. So, and Cam will keep himself a lot too, right? 75 and 47, 27 yards on the ground. He's a guy that definitely run one in. So I do like Cam Newton a lot there too. There are some cheap receivers you can pair him with, whether they be Edelman or Harry or, or Bird, right? I think all three look pretty good in the slate. This next tier, I'm not super excited. Like Burrow, I'm not going to get to, or Brady. Stafford's okay, but I'm not prioritizing him. Kind of same with Minshew. Breeze at 5'8". He's been a check down you know, guy this year, kind of has only been airing it out. Thomas is still out, which, which does uh, take a hit to this passing game. So, yeah, I, I think the, the price does look good on Breeze, but uh, I'm not, like, overly excited about it. I think he is one of the cheaper guys that I would consider. Another one, um, let's see, other cheap quarterbacks here. Uh, yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm probably not going to get to Bridgewater, Cousins, or Rivers. Fitzpatrick against that Seattle defense. Seattle's been terrible defensively. Again, this one, there should be some points scored. 27 and 25 fans points the last couple games for Fitzpatrick. So if you need a cheap guy, I'm perfectly fine going to Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that's really it. Um, yeah, Jones, I guess, is, is playable. There are a couple cheap receivers here for Den- or for uh, the Giants that aren't getting talked about a whole lot that I like. Um, and, and if you want to pair him with, with Jones, I guess you can do that. He's been super not great. But look at, look at the matchups, right? Pittsburgh, Chicago, San Francisco. This is a middle-of-the-road, maybe slightly better than middle-of-the-road matchup uh, here against the Rams. So I think it's at least worth a, a dart throw uh, with Daniel Jones there as a cheap option. But that's it for quarterback. So running back, um, all right, we'll start at the top. Kamara, 8K. Uh, he's going to be popular, especially now with no Michael Thomas. 13 catches on 14 targets last game, two touchdowns. Absolutely insane. The concern here with Kamara is they still will give Latavius Murray a good amount of work. It's about a 70-30 split there in the backfield. Um, and, you know, can the Lions score enough or, or the Saints really have to air it out? Also a slight concern. Uh, the positives is he's basically a wide receiver and running back, right, with 8, 9, and 14 targets in the first three games. The matchup's great, too, against Detroit. Detroit has been terrible defensively. So Kamara, I think, looks really, really good in both formats, and I have no issue if you go there cash, again, or GPP. Zeke Elliott, the same thing. He's just a workhorse back. He's game flow independent like Kamara. If they fall behind, not a big deal. Right? They'll look to him in the pass game like they did there against Seattle. Six touches, 11 targets. So they're playing from ahead. They will feed him on the ground. Uh, the matchup's pretty good here against Cleveland. Another really high over-under. I really like Zeke. Again, Zeke, Kamara as the, the spend-ups. These guys are playable in both formats. They're going to be. They're both going to be popular, but I do like them both. I think you can play both. There's enough value on the slate uh, at wide receiver. You can definitely jam in both Zeke and Kamara if you want to. 
Now, Cook, I think, goes a little bit forgotten about at 7-6. He's just at a tricky price, right? You have Zeke and Kamara a little bit above him that look really good. You have a couple cheaper plays in mid-range with, with Clyde and Solaire and Kenyon Drake that I think look really good. So Cook, I think, goes a little bit forgotten about, but I do like his upside. A good matchup against Houston. Minnesota did bounce back offensively, which is good to see. He had 22 carries, 181 yards. He's a good pass catching back, too. So I think Dalvin Cook actually is playable here. I think he does go a little bit forgotten about in this slate. But I do like his upside. Eckler, my worry is they still will utilize Josh Kelly. The good thing, well, 11 catches and 11 targets. We're not going to see that again. This is a tougher spot to against Tampa Bay, and the price is up. I still think he's in play, but I don't think I would go there in cash games. More suited for GPPs for me. Chubb, uh, I think we have where's Hunt. Hunt is questionable right now. If he can't go, that would make uh, Chubb more viable. I think he would get more work. Uh, the concern of Nick Chubb is... Obviously, again, Hunt, it's kind of a 50-50 split. And if they fall behind, Kareem Hunt will be the guy. Now, again, we're waiting on Hunt news, so that's something to keep an eye on. Um, so Chubb would be more viable if Kareem Hunt gets ruled out. Let's see. Josh Jacobs at 6'8", fine. Um, has been getting you guys more through the through the passing game, which is good to see, right? 6'3", and 4 targets. The price is fair. Uh, the matchup's not the best. Buffalo is solid defensively. Not amazing, but they're better, you know, a, a tougher matchup. So Jacobs is okay, but not really going to prioritize him. Taylor, kind of the same thing. It's just a tougher spot. Um, you know, only 13 carries last game, but that game was a blowout. I think the carries do go up, and Phil Burgers really does like using him out of the backfield. He, he's always dumps it down to the running back. So Taylor, more of a contrarian play for me. I don't think I would go there in cash. Robinson had a really good week. The matchup's solid here against Cincinnati, but I think I'm going to let others chase that. I know, again, 30 fans points and 24 fans points in the last couple games. So price went up though to 6-5. I feel more comfortable on a couple other cheaper backs below him, like a Clyde Adams Solaire. I really, really like him in both formats. Um, he's just a workhorse back for them right now. He's going to get about 70% of the touches, and you know, Chiefs running backs is a super, super valuable for DFS. So the price is really cheap. Um, and again, he's going to utilize through the air too. Um, either he's game flow independent, they'll, they'll work him on the ground if they're playing from ahead, they'll utilize him through the air if they're playing from behind. I really, really like Clyde Oates-Fuller. I think he is one of the top plays of the day there. Definitely playable in both formats. Carson, uh, we got to keep an eye on his injury. He is listed as questionable. I think he's going to go. He was limited the last couple of days, but I think he should go. Um, again, really good match against Miami. The Seahawks should be playing from ahead. So I think they, they do give Carson a good amount of work. The concern, obviously, is the knee injury rate, and they still have Hyde. They have other backs that they still will use. He's not like a, a complete workhorse, but uh, the price and the matchup do make him uh, viable here. Uh, I think more suited, though, for GPPs. Got Hunt, we got to keep an eye on that. Drake, I still really like. Um, you know, this is, he's been a, a topic of, uh, you know, people are either very anti-Drake or very for Drake. I'm still in the, I'm, I'm for Drake. Uh, you know, 16, 20, and 18 uh, carries last three games. Great match against Carolina, who has been, again, I want to target players against his defense. Um, you know, the the targets really haven't been there, which is a slight concern, and they do still utilize Chase Edmonds a decent amount. It's about a 70-30 split right now, but um, I don't think Kyler Murray is going to continue to average like over a touchdown on the ground every single game. I think you know some of that more will go to Drake. Hopefully he gets in the end zone here. I think the targets will go up too. So I do really like Drake. I think it's a nice buy low spot. Um, I don't know if he'll be like super, super popular because there are some other good plays at running back. So, uh, But Drake is definitely playable in both formats uh, for cash and GPP. Singletary, we have Zach Moss looking like he's going to go. So I'm off Singletary if Zach Moss is playing. Zach Moss is out. Then you can look to Singletary, but the price is up. We're not really getting an amazing discount. Let's see. Mixon, it's kind of a nice buy low. We had a good match against the Jags. Um, you know, the, the workload has been there. He just hasn't really had a big game yet. I'm okay with him. I don't know if I can pull the trigger on him in cash. I would feel a little bit more comfortable with Drake, with Edwards Hilaire. 
but Mixon does intrigue me here at this price. I don't think the ownership is going to be super high, so I do kind of like Mixon. I think it's more suited there for GVPs. The Rams running back situation, Henderson looks like he's going to be starting back, but still Brown too. If you want to buy into that, fine. He's had over 20 fans once the last couple games, but he's still not a workhorse back, right? So, again, playable, more suited for GPPs for me. Mike Davis at 5'7". Um, I mean, eight, eight targets and nine targets the last couple games here with no Christian McCaffrey. 13 carries on the ground. It's a decent matchup against the Cardinals. They probably will be playing from behind, which is actually good for him because he's a really good pass-catching back. I think he's playable, too. Again, I don't know if I can pull the trigger on him in cash, but uh, definitely suited for GPPs there at that price. Ravens running backs, I'm going to stay away from. Now, David Johnson, I do kind of like him, too, at 5'6". Hasn't really had a breakout game yet, but 90% of the snaps last couple games. we got to keep an eye on Duke Johnson's status. Um, is he playing? Okay, so it looks like he is going to go, so that definitely takes a hit to David Johnson, because I think in, in more passing down situations, they'll take out David Johnson, so... Uh, not as high on him. I mean, it is a good matchup, and he has had a ton of work last couple weeks, but that was because Duke Johnson's out. So, again, maybe for GPPs. Montgomery, uh, with no treat cone, I think the, the, you know, the workload does go up for him. I think he gets involved a little bit more in the passing game. The matchup's not great, though, so another guy I think you can look to in GPPs, but probably not for cash for me. James White coming back. Uh, looks like he's going to be good to go. Um, I'm off Rex Burke right now with White back. Uh, White is their, you know, pass-catching back, and this is a game they probably will be playing from behind in. We're not getting him at a discount, though, at 5-2, but I do kind of like his upside here for GPPs. Um, definitely not, not a cash play, though, just because, um, you know, if they are playing from ahead, you won't get a ton of work. Last guy I'll talk about here is Ronald Jones with no Leonard Fournette. Um, you know, the workload's been decent for him. Uh, he is a back that, that can catch the balls in the backfield, too. So he would probably be my favorite cheap running back play. Um... Again, I think the workload does go up with, with no Fortnite. They still have McCoy, though, that I think they will incorporate. So if you need a cheap running back, Ronald Jones is the guy. I think he's fringe cash playable, uh, but I, I would still feel a little more comfortable with other running backs I mentioned. So that's really it for me. Uh, again, brief overview uh, for cash games, the running backs that I'm considering, Kamara, Zeke Elliott. I think Cook is fringe uh, uh, cash play- playable there at 7-6. Uh, and then Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kenyon Drake, um, I think those are, that would be it for cash for me. Then again, maybe if you need someone cheap, a guy like um, Ronald Jones with no Fournette. Those are the running backs I would consider for cash. Um, and in cash games, usually I try to play three running backs, so two running backs and one in the flex. Wide receiver situation. Well, we got to keep an eye on Hopkins news. Game time decision has, has yet to practice. This is big news. We also have Christian Kirk questionable too. There could be some value here for the Cardinals in a really, really good matchup. Um, you know, some cheap value to pair with Kyler Murray if that's the way you want to go. So this is huge news. If he does play, the upside is massive, right? 16, 9, and 12 targets in a great matchup. Uh, not really getting him an amazing discount. But again, we got to keep an eye on his status. Michael Thomas out. We'll talk about some cheap New Orleans receivers. Not super, super excited about just because Breeze, again, has been a, a check down guy this year. Uh, the Seattle receivers with Lockett and Metcalf have no issue with them. 7 and 6.8K. Great matchup here. It's just, you know, can Miami score enough points to, to make uh, Seattle have to throw the ball a ton? Tyreek Hill always has that big play upside. If you want to pair him with Mahomes, or Mahomes at a very, very fair price there at 7-4. Pair him with Hill and GPPs. Always like that stack. Again, Diggs uh, with uh, with Josh Allen has been amazing. Um, 9, 13, and 6 targets. Uh, the match is pretty good here against Raiders, too. The price went actually went down a bit, too. So if you want to continue to ride that hot streak, I have absolutely no issue. Again, Josh Allen's a guy that can get it done on the ground, too. Um, Allen Robinson, you know, the matchup's okay here at 6-7. The price went up a bit. Not overly excited about that. Cooper, 
all three of the Dallas receivers are in play once again. They're all a little bit underpriced, in my opinion, with Cooper Gallup and C.D. Lamb. This team just wants to play fast, fast, fast. Um, if you can't get to Zeke and you want exposure to these receivers, I absolutely, again, I think all three are in play here. Let's see, Cooper Cup at 6-7. I do slightly prefer him to Woods. Uh, the concern here is, you know, can the Giants score enough points where the Rams have to air it out? Uh, Keenan Allen going to add a ton of work. Um, 10 and 19 targets that last game. We're not going to get that again, but uh, it really is a boost with, with Herbert playing quarterback for Keenan Allen and Eckler uh, for, for the pass-catching ability here. So uh, the price didn't jump up a bit. The matchup's not amazing, but I still think he's in play because the targets will be there uh, in a game they probably will be playing from behind. No Godwin. I think Mike Evans looks pretty good here, even in a tougher spot. Um, I just like the price uh, for him, and I think he will get uh, peppered a, a ton here with targets. Um, and, you know, the only concern is if they are playing from ahead, they, they will run the, use the, utilize the running game a lot. But if they fall behind or it's a close game, I think Mike Evans has upside to go for, like, 10-plus targets here and have a big – we know his upside, right? He's been a little bit shaky, but no Godwin. I think the targets, uh, the upside uh, is really, really high here for Mike Evans. Let's see, other options, like, like Tyler Boyd at 6-1 has been a really safe play. 8-13 and 13 targets. Again, this game, uh, neither team is amazing defensively. I think Tyler Boyd is is a play in the mid-range that looks pretty decent. Galladay, 2 at 6K, I think that's a little bit too cheap. Uh, pretty high over-under game here. Uh, 7 targets last game. He looked okay coming back from a hamstring injury, so not super, super concerned about that. Um, and I think the price is, again, he's a little bit underpriced, so I do kind of like Galladay here in the mid-range. Other options, you can always pair Fuller with a Deshaun Watson there uh, under 6K. The issue is he's always dealing with hamstring injuries. So that's I just I can't pull the trigger on him in cash. Uh, but the GPP upside in him is massive. Uh, there are some cheaper receivers if you want to look to Cooks or Cobb. Again, in a really, really good matchup against Minnesota. So Fuller, more suited for GPPs just because the injury history. Other options, Edelman, I like. I also like the two cheaper receivers with Harry and Bird. I like all three. Again, I think this is a game the Patriots should be playing from behind. We saw in that Seattle game they were playing from behind. Eight catches, 11 targets for almost 200 yards for Edelman. I think the game script, the game script again, should be good here. So I do like Edelman a good amount. I don't think he's going to be super popular. I think Bird, I think Harry are going to eat up more ownership. But if you can get to Edelman, I like his upside a lot here at 5'7". Let's see. DJ Moore at 5'6". Um, you know, he's been a little bit up and down, but the price is now coming down on him. Came down $500. Um, this one also, you know, should be played at a pretty fast pace. So uh, I, I think he's a, a nice play there uh, for, you know, a GBP play. Talk about all the Dallas receivers with Gallup, with Cooper, with Lamb. I think all three are in play. My favorite play for his price, probably CD Lamb. Uh, six, nine, and seven targets playing out of the slot. Uh, but again, I think all three of those guys are certainly, certainly viable. Justin Jefferson had a big game last week. Um, nine targets, seven catches, 175 yards. It's a good matchup here too, but the price jumped a thousand dollars. I think the ownership will jump too. I'm fine with it, but I'm probably not going to pull the trigger there. Let's see. Now we get to the cheaper options. I think there's a lot of plays down here that, that are in play. Like Marvin Jones Jr. four nine in, in over 50, over under. Right, Detroit probably going to be playing from behind. I think he's playable. Emmanuel Sanders. If you want to target him, he'd probably be the Saints wide receiver I would go to. Only five three and five targets so. Uh, the first three weeks. But again, the matchup is great here against Detroit. Maybe this is the breakout game, especially with no Michael Thomas. That is a boost. So Sanders is, is someone I'm looking to below 5K. Don't mind Samuel either playing out of the slot. Um, you know, eight, uh, two, only two targets. I'll ask, or two games ago, four targets. Um, he's more of a risky play. I don't know if I can pull a trigger on him and cash. Again, Cobb and um, Brandon Cooks, 4-5 and 4-8. I think both are in play. The matchup's amazing. If you don't feel comfortable getting to Fuller because the hamstring issue, 
You can look to Cobb. You can look to Cup. These are guys that are going to play the majority of the game in a great matchup. So I do kind of like them for value. Both Ruggs and Brian Edwards look like they're going to be out here for the Raiders. So I'll talk about some value wide receivers for them in a bit. Golden Tate. This is a guy that I'm kind of taking a stand on. I don't see a lot. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about him. Just because the Giants are huge dogs here. But again, it's a mediocre to, to decent matchup here. Like The Rams are nothing special defensively. Um, 4-6, it looks like a really, really good price here for Golden Tate. No Sterling Shepard, too. He's going to play out of the slot. He played on over 90% of the snaps last game. They should be playing from behind, right? Their running game is done. Like They're not gonna, they're barely going to run the ball at all. They're going to have to air it out. I like Tate. I like Evan Ingram. I don't think a lot of people go to them. But I really like these guys for value. Again, that's kind of a stand I'm taking here. I really like both of them. With Tate, again, we could talk about Ingram, too, but... If you want to pair them with Daniel Jones, it's been three straight tough matchups. This is a better matchup here. I'm fine with that. Let's see. Renfro with both those receivers out. I don't think his role necessarily changes playing out of the slot. Uh, But we'll talk about Zay Jones, Nelson Aguilar, I think are viable here um, as cheaper options. Isabella had a nice week, but didn't play in a ton of snaps. Had four catches, two touchdowns. Got to keep an eye on Hopkins and Kirk News here. Uh, Potentially could make him playable. Trey Higgins had a big week uh, with no John or John Ross that was a healthy scratch. He started actually played the most snaps here for the Bengals. Had five catches, nine targets. I got a good match against the Jags. I'm perfectly fine with Higgins. If you can't get to a guy like Tyler Boyd, um, I think Higgins makes for a nice play. If you want to buy low on AJ Green, that's fine too. I think all three Bengals receivers are certainly in play here on the slate. Talk about Cooks, Cobb, uh, Fitzgerald uh, had a terrible week last week, but if there's no Hopkins and there's no Kirk. I think they're going to have to lean on Larry Fitzgerald a good amount. So he could be potential value here. I know he's getting up there in age, obviously, but he's still playing a majority of the game. And then, like I said, a great matchup here. So there could be some value here for the for the Cardinals here, dependent on you know Hopkins and Kirk News. The two other Kansas City receivers, Watkins and Hardman. Watkins had a nice day. Uh, last game, seven catches, eight targets. Hardman more the boomer bust with the big play upside. Uh, I think both those guys are more suited, though, for GPPs. Let's see. Uh, other options here. Nikhil Harry, I like a good amount of 4K. I'll talk about Bird at mid-price. Again, I think this is a game that the Patriots should be playing from behind in. He had 12 targets uh, in the game they were playing from behind against Seattle. So I like all three of the New England receivers here, and I like them all three a good amount. Other options, right? Yeah, so Aguilar, Zay Jones, both these guys are playable 3-5. The matchup, again, not amazing, but not... Terrible either. Um, they should be the starting receivers. I think those are two guys you can definitely look to for, for value as well. Again, guys, there is a ton, a ton of cheap value options here. Um, Bird, again, he's at the flat min price. Mentioned him in my early look video. I, I like him, right? He had nine targets in that game where they're playing from behind. He's played basically the entire game, all three games for the Patriots. So I like him as a cheap value. Uh, there is some, you know, potential value here. Let's go to the um, the Bucks. Uh, I we know we, uh, that Godwin is out, but Scotty Miller is also uh, potentially out. So let's go to Tampa Bay. Uh, if Scotty Miller plays, well, it was a full potential. Okay, so he looks like he's going to go. He should be the number two receiver. I think he's a playable cheap option. Um, was there anyone else I wanted to mention here down uh, as a cheap play? Let's see. Let's go to the Chargers. No Mike Williams. Um, Could be Jalen Gutton here that fills in. Again, potential value. 
Um, KJ Hill too, but I think I, I feel a little bit more comfortable with other receivers that I, that I mentioned uh, as cheaper options. So I think that is going to really wrap it up for receiver. But um, yeah, for me, really, if you look at wide receiver on the slate, there's no like standout play, uh, but there's a ton of cheap value options for, for wide receiver. So that's kind of where I'm leaning is maybe spend up more on running back, spend up a quarterback, and, and get those cheaper wide receivers. Uh, tight end situation here. So Kelsey's always in play at 6'8". If you can get to him, uh, you know, the targets will be there. He's been really, really safe. Absolutely no issue with him. Mark Andrews is a little bit more shaky, uh, but this is a much better spot here. Eight targets last game. If you want to pair him with Lamar Jackson, that's fine. Higby I'm going to pass on. No Jared Cook. Not really looking to the Saints tight ends, though. Darren Waller, 5'2", with both starting receivers out. He should get a ton of targets, but I think you know, Buffalo might just try to stop him. Maybe double him a bunch, but um, yeah, the upside is still there there on uh, Darren Waller. Let's see. Uh, yeah, so Evan Ingram. I talked about Tate. I like Tate, and I like Ingram. The targets have been there for both these guys this game. They should be playing from behind, and seven, eight, and five targets. Again, no Sterling Shepard. I like both of these cheap options here for the Giants, and I like them a lot. And I don't think a lot of people play either of them, but those are two of my favorite value options right now. Schultz as well, 4-3. Again, Dallas wants to play fast, fast, fast. Decent matchup here. Uh, he's filled in nicely with 10 and 6 targets the last couple of games. And there's a couple cheap options I would consider here for tight end. A Logan Thomas, I played him um, last week. I don't mind getting him to, to him again. Washington, they should be playing from behind. 8, 9, and 7 targets. The Ravens have struggled against tight ends. Uh, you know, the targets have been there. The usage has been there. It's just, you know, the, the, the shaky quarterback play. But Logan Thomas at 35, I think, is, is still one of the best uh, cheap value options. If you want to go back to Sample, right, a lot of people are on him. I didn't get to him, but um, 3.5K is the starting tight end. It's a decent matchup. I'm fine with that if that's the direction you want to go. But I think that's really it for tight end. Finally, we'll finish up with defense. Uh, defense, in my opinion, no, no standout defense. Like the Ravens at the top would be the defense I feel the most comfortable against. Washington has really, really struggled offensively. Um, I think uh, more of a, I guess, mid-range defense. The Buccaneers going up against a rookie quarterback at 3-4. They've been pretty solid. So I think the Bucs stand out as a nice uh, defensive uh, play there. Let's see. And then, there, again, there's nothing really I'm, like, overly excited about for defense. Like, if you want to spend down on the Dolphins and hope they don't kill you and hope they just get you, like, two to three fans points, like, I'm okay with it. Even though Seattle's really good offensively, like, I'm fine with that. D- defense is, is highly variant. Um, and anyway, if you want to spend down and, you know, take a shot on one of these cheap defenses and hope they don't kill you, I don't think that's the worst, worst idea, but for safer options, I got Ravens at the top or maybe like a Buccaneers there in the mid range. But I think that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit that notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. I will, uh, I'll let you guys know about live streaming. Uh, on Sunday. It, it is going to be a travel day, but I might be able to live stream before that. So I'll let you guys know on Twitter. Uh, probably will be live streaming on YouTube. Um, and if I do, it'll, it'll probably be an hour to an hour and a half before lock, going over everything, answering any questions you guys have. Um, so yeah, thanks again, guys. Hope you guys have a good day. Uh, and I will see you guys all later.